Good morning, folks, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Shay Shay Girl Live Extra Bubbly on Anchor Radio. Happy Monday. I do hope that you are enjoying your morning so far. I wanted to get on this morning and keep in what I said that I was going to be doing for this year, and that is coming to you every Monday, giving you some some encouraging words to hopefully help you get through your week. So the word for today or for the week is hope. Um, My pastor spoke about this in his sermon yesterday and it confirmed for me this morning that that was what my word for this week should be. It should be hope. My pastor says something uh, and I want to give a shout out to him, Pastor Darnell Hammock of the New Life Community Church of Oakland. He said, you have to guard your hope or you will lose your mind. You understand? You guard your hope or else you will lose your mind. Let me just tell you what hope means. Hope is a feeling or an expectation um, or a desire for a certain thing to happen. So hope and faith go together for Christians. Faith is the evidence of things that, that are not seen, but but we're, they are hoped for. So you hoping for something, you expecting God to do something in your life daily is what you should do every day. Like get up in the morning every day expecting for God to do something to you or through you, for you or for someone else through you. Just that's what you should do every day. Have hope that God is going to do something in my life every single day. And it may not be to bless me directly, but it may be to bless my cousin or to bless my coworker or to bless my friend or my child or my husband or my wife or, or, or the person I meet on the bus during my commute. I don't know. But every day as a Christian, I am holding on to my hope. I am expecting God to do something different for me or through me every day. And, and the reason why I'm telling you this is because people believe that, oh, if you're a Christian, you're covered and nothing is going to happen to you. And, and that is true. If you're a Christian, you are covered. You are always in the will of God. But the Bible never says anywhere that being in the will of God means that you won't come against trials and tribulations, that you won't be attacked by the enemy, that your marriage won't be attacked, that your kids won't be attacked, that, that your, your place of employment won't be a place of attack for you. you. Things will happen. Sicknesses will come over your body. You will have death in your family. Things will come that make you want to absolutely lose your mind. But this is all what it goes back to. You have to hold on to your hope because Jesus was definitely in the will of God and he still was attacked. Job was in the will of God and lost completely everything. So do not believe for one minute that just because you're a Christian, you've been baptized, you go to church every Sunday, you you can pray somebody under the under the devil, you know, you or t- high to the heavens. I don't know. Don't believe for one minute that you can't be attacked. The enemy is real and the devil is here to kill and destroy. The devil was once a praise and worship leader for heaven. So, you know, he knows how to pretend and show himself as friendly or show himself as something, you know, disguise himself as something else. But hold on to your hope. You have the power in your mouth to bind the devil in the name of Jesus. I want you to hold on to hope and recognize that, oh my gosh, this is nothing but the devil trying to attack me. This is nothing but the enemy trying to attack me. And can I tell you, sometimes the attack is sent by God. 
Not because he doesn't know what you're going to do because he knows everything, but because he needs to show you what you're going to do. So God puts us in, in tests or gives us tests sometimes so that we can see ourselves. So I want you to just recognize sometimes this is a test or I am under attack right now. Oh my God, if I could share this with you last weekend, my husband um, got paid and I, my husband loves me and will do anything for me. And I had been wanting some crab for the whole week. Well, he got paid and um, he got up and was like, well, what are we going to have for breakfast? Um, and he had like made a comment to me earlier saying, saying we're going to have whatever is in the kitchen, you know, and not spend any money. Like, you know, cause he's about saving. And why did my feelings get so hurt? Like he know I want some crab and he, and we don't have no crab in the refrigerator. So is he telling me I can't have no crab? And I almost got an attitude with my husband for like the rest of the day. Like it had changed my day. My God, Jesus had, had to whoop me. Like, first of all, shake it together. Because if I would have actually said to my husband, babe, I want some crab. We would have been on our way to wherever, high waters, crossing boats, ships, mountains, and all of that to get me some crab. But I hadn't actually said that. You know, we were communicating about something different and I allowed what I thought he said or what I thought he meant to get up under my skin. And instead of recognizing right away that that's the devil trying to attack, trying to creep in, I almost let it. Like I really went for a few hours mad and my husband was saying, babe, you okay? What's wrong? Even my nieces and nephews and everybody that was at the house, you okay? What's wrong? Like we had a whole family day and I was in my room with my blow dryer blowing on me for those those of y'all that don't know, I like the blow dryer. It makes me feel warm. And so that's how I heat my body up. I blow dry myself. So I was in my room with my blow dryer and I wasn't talking to nobody. But my God, that was just the enemy trying to creep in. Things were going so well for us. And that's that's what he does. He tries to attack you when things seem like they're going well, when you are going to church, when you are praying, when you are reading your word, when you are trying to live right. That is when he has to attack you. He don't need to attack you if he already got you. So those people who you see who are not being attacked or who you think just have the perfect life, it, it could be because the devil already got them. So he got to work on you, somebody who is trying, who's, who's trying to be in the will of God, who is in the will of God. You understand? So I want you to just hold on to your hope. And again, my pastor said this, and this makes so much sense to me. If you don't hold on to your hope or guard your hope, you will lose your mind. And you are guarding your hope from those outside naysayers, those people who, who are of little faith, who, who want to tell you, girl, God must, they must not be real. You not covered like he letting all this stuff happen to you. Your mama died or your mama on drugs or your daddy wasn't there or your husband cheating on you. Girl, that ain't the will of God. You, you don't know what the will of God is. God does not think like us. God is bigger than us. Thank you, Lord. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. But I just want you to know, hold on to your hope, have faith. Things will happen that we have no control over, but hold on to your faith. Hold on to your hope. Expect that God is going to turn this thing around or that maybe it's a lesson he wants you to be learning through all of this that you're going through. But it does not mean that you are outside of the will of God. So do not allow people to speak that over your life or tell you that because they don't know what is in the will of God for you. So I just want to leave you with these scriptures just in case you want to study or go a little deeper with it. 
1 Peter 5 and 10 says, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong and firm. Okay? Isaiah 40 and 31 says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and not be faint. Last one, Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Not your friend, not your cousin, not your co-worker who come with a Bible in her hand or wear a cross every day. I'm gonna tell you nothing. No, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future okay so that was first peter 5 and 10 isaiah 40 and 31 and jeremiah 29 and 11 and there are so many more but i just want you to start with that so again hold on to your hope hold on to your faith recognize the enemy when he's trying to attack you you are in the will of God. You are loved. And if you don't feel like you are, then I want you to go in the bathroom or go to a quiet place and tell God that I trust you. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and that he rose from the dead. And then you will be saved. The baptism piece of it is just a symbol that we do so that we can act as, as how John baptized Jesus. But even without that, if you just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and he was raised from the dead, you are saved. So you are in the will of God and there is nothing that anyone can do to take you out of that. God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Again, I do hope that you this means something to you or that you caught something um, that you were able to pick up what I was talking about. It wasn't too fast. It wasn't too slow. I don't know, but I do hope that someone is blessed by this message. Don't forget to share it. Subscribe if you can, if you have the time, send me feedback. I appreciate it all. Don't forget to hug somebody, love somebody, smile at somebody, say, I love you. Say, I'm sorry. Tomorrow is not promised to us. Live every day like it's your last. Okay, go in peace, be blessed, enjoy your week and hold on to your hope and your faith. God loves you and so do I.